Hi, folks. This is Abel James, and thanks so much for joining us on Fat Burning Man, where we talk about real food and real results. On the show this week is Jackie Warner, who's a celebrity trainer and motivator, and we're going to spill the beans on what exercise does to your body, brain, and mindset. But before we get to the show, I'm going to ask you something. Do you have an iPhone or an iPad? Or maybe you have an Android. Awesome. We've got you covered. My team and I have spent months making some of our best recipes into super kick-butt top-rated apps for your phone and tablet. So right now, you can get hundreds of fat-burning, paleo-friendly, mouth-watering recipes for just a couple bucks. All you have to do is go into the app store on your phone or tablet uh, or go into Google Play if you're on an Android, type in Fat Burning Man, and you'll see our top-rated apps like Caveman Feast. This is a paleo recipe app with over 200 recipes from my good buddy, Mr. George Bryant of Civilized Caveman. We've got beef entrees like Sweet Caveman Pie and Honey Mustard Burgers, uh, pork like Crock-Pot Pulled Pork. This is the, literally the best pulled pork I've ever had in my life, as well as honey-baked ham with spiced apples and peaches. Uh, we've got chicken chili, on-the-go caveman crunch bars for breakfast and pumpkin pancakes, grain-free goodies like blueberry banana brownies and chocolate avocado cake. You're really going to dig this. It's called Caveman Feast. You can look it up on Android or in the App Store. Just a couple bucks. And we built our apps with you, our community, listening to your feedback. And so we built in a lot of really cool features like a shopping list where you can add ingredients on the go from your phone or tablet from the store. You know exactly what to pick up. You can also switch between metric and U.S. units, which is really handy if you don't live in America. All you have to do is type in Fat Burning Man on the Apple Store or Google Play, and you'll see the Caveman Feast app right there waiting for you. Grab it today. I think you'll love it, and it's just a couple of bucks. And if you're lucky enough to have an iPhone or an iPad, we have a few other apps that we've been working on. Uh, one of them is called The Wild Kitchen. And if you like The Wild Diet, uh, my best-selling book, we've got some of our best recipes waiting for you inside. And as a bonus, you also get 10 fatty coffee recipes to make bulletproof-style coffee even more fun. And this is something that I drink uh, very often. I roast my coffee at home, and then I add some sort of ridiculous fat to it a lot of the times. It could be heavy cream, whipping cream, butter, uh, lard, tallow. It can get really interesting. Just don't add fish oil to it. That gets super gnarly. But anyway, you get some of our best experiments with ketogenic-style coffee. Uh, and that's right there in the Wild Kitchen app. You can also check out gluten-free desserts. These are some of our best low-carb, gluten-free goodies Allison and I have ever put together. We live on these desserts, and I really hope that you'll like them. Apple cider donuts, old-fashioned apple pie, and other ridiculously tasty treats are waiting for you inside. And so you asked us for the ability to add notes in the app themselves. So now what you can do is tap on the notepad icon on the top right of a recipe and scribble your heart out. We added that shopping list too, so you can snag the ingredients you need when you're out and about. That's in all of our apps. So one more time, whether you have an Android or an Apple device, just type in Fat Burning Man into the App Store or Google Play and check out our recipe apps. You'll never be without kick butt food again. All right, so on to the review of the week. This is from Brent, and he says, Recently, I woke up on a Monday with a ridiculously strong conviction to make a lifestyle change. I'm 44 years old, 6'4", and 260 pounds. I'm roughly 60 pounds overweight. 
I knew I needed regular weekly inspiration, so I searched health on iTunes and discovered Abel James. The first episode I watched was number 57 with Lewis Howes. His personal story and the comment about his underwear waistband folding over sold me on the fat-burning man for good. Within my first seven days, I've already lost seven and a half pounds. My new personal goal, win today, one day at a time. Thanks, Abel. Brent, seven pounds in seven days, not too shabby. Uh, Thank you so much for listening. And any of you out there who want to share your story, one of the cool ways you can do it is just leave a quick review on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, wherever you're listening to this. And uh, I read every single one of these comments and reviews. So let me know how you're doing and and keep in touch. Another good way to keep in touch is go to fatburningman.com, sign up for my email list, just reply to one of my emails, and uh, I read those emails as well. So keep in touch. I always love hearing from you guys. Now, on to the show with Jackie Warner. She's a celebrity trainer and motivator, best known as the star of Bravo's Workout and Thintervention. On this show, Jackie and I talk about how exercise has a more powerful effect on your brain than drugs, what to do about alcohol when you want to burn fat, which exercises you should perform if you want to turn back the clock, and how you can use lecithin as a fat burner. All right, let's go hang out with Jackie. All right, folks, I'm very excited to be here today with Jackie Warner. Jackie is a celebrity trainer and motivator, best known as the star of Bravo's Workout and the author of the upcoming This Is Why You're Sick and Tired. Tyra Banks calls her a lady magnet, especially for straight women. So this is going to be a lot of fun. How are you, Jackie? (laughs) I'm good. It's like I'm looking at my haircut, honey, and we're pretty much the same. So I think I need to go a little longer next time. It's so funny because I saw, you know, like in some of your past, like press reels and stuff like that, you had much longer, beautiful hair. And then I was looking at you now. I'm like, we have pretty much the same haircut. This is going to be, I know, I know (laughs) we went a little too, I can tell we went a little too short, a little too punk this time. We have to grow it out. (laughs) It's not television friendly. Let's put it that way. (laughs) I think you look great. That's what I think. Good thing. This is the internet, right? Exactly. Exactly. I would say it's more forgiving, but not really. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so how's it going? What are you excited about right now? Let's, let's give people, uh, a quick background on some of the stuff if they're not familiar with your past work, but I think it's really cool. Like I was, I was, I was telling you before, uh, this interview that I've been watching you on YouTube and some of the past press stuff and reading your stuff. And I think a lot of listeners yeah. will be familiar with, um, the main message behind what you're saying, because there's so much misinformation out there. People are exercising the wrong way. They're eating the wrong way. And I think you've really, uh, you're definitely on the right track. So let's talk about that. Give, give people a quick background. Who is Jackie? Here's the crazy thing. I was talking to one of my trainer friends the other day. I still hang out with like a gaggle of trainers and um, because, you know, I've owned two gyms. Yeah. I've owned two gyms, two medical centers. I've owned, people don't realize that because it wasn't featured on workout, but I own two medical groups. So I have consistently worked with doctors mm-hmm. since being certified, what, 15 years ago. And um, it's given me sort of privy and an extra knowledge on, and understanding about physiology, anatomy, biology, mm-hmm. um, that some other professionals in my arena don't have. And, um, you know, I, I think I wrote this. I am excited about this book. This is why you're sick and tired because it's not in just the clear weight loss category. 
It's definitely an energy book. It's about having the life that you dreamed of. There's a lot of conversation about creativity mm -hmm. in this book. Um, it's a three-step program, meaning it constantly is in flux and in changing. And so it keeps your mind very activated and you don't get bored with it. And yeah. so it's my proudest achievement so far. I, I believe it's my best work for sure. Cool. And definitely much needed right now. I don't think there's ever been a time when people were more tired and sick and fat. And, you know, it, our lifestyle is so divorced from the thing, the way that human beings are really designed to thrive. So Allison, right. my wife and I are just coming back from basically taking a year off from the internet, <laughs> which was pretty yeah. wild, but kind of resyncing with, um, with our sleep patterns, with yeah. our, how we're working, um, and, and so many other things. So what's the main, what's the gist of it? What are we doing wrong right now? What can we fix? Well, I mean, I have to say, I cannot pale this into people's heads more that a processed diet, so a diet full of chemicals, which is inevitable, it's difficult to get away from. You have to actively search out an unprocessed diet. You really do. But a processed diet is literally making us sick and tired. It is a diet that doesn't have whole foods, that doesn't have the right combination of proteins to fat to carbohydrate ratios. Um, fad diets that are like uni diets where you just eat one particular fruit each day. Right. Um, these things are making us really, really sick. And then, of course, energy drinks are a big, you know, are, are very popular with people. But energy drinks and too much of a good thing, too much caffeine is wiping out our adrenals, which is actually giving the opposite effect and making us sluggish. I thought there was no so, crash. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to crash. And yeah. the, then the internet, I actually addressed the internet in there because we had some fascinating research. I got a full-time researcher on this. We really did some cutting edge research mm -hmm. that our brains have not caught up with the internet society right. and the technology society. And so it's causing a lot of undue anxiety. So, you know, that constantly checking your Facebook and, and Twitter and social media and returning emails and everything, especially before bed, like an hour before bed, right. you think it's calming you and you think it's actually giving you something positive. But in essence, our brains are having a negative, it's, or they're having a negative impact on our brains. Right. Now, I'm not saying stop it because it's, it's not really, um, you know, in today's society, something that you can stop, but you have to counterbalance that with something very good. If you're doing something bad, <laughs> you have to do something good. So what's good? You know, so what's good is having a much, like I told you, like I've got a detox diet in here. It goes in three phases. The first seven days is complete vegan. So we are stripping it down and going to a vegan diet where it is extremely nutrient-dense foods, really detoxifying to mm -hmm. build up your cells, to help your adrenals, and to relax and get your sleep cycles a little bit more um, activated. Then the second phase is a straight-up 40-30-30 zone diet, mm -hmm. where now we're incorporating some free-range. Now, I have to say, free-range. If you can't afford organic, at least get your meats that are free-range. And by the way, if you can't afford free-range meat, then you better just eat a vegetarian diet. That's how strongly I feel about free range meat. Mm -hmm. So the next seven days is incorporating a 40, 30, 30 diet and the workout program changes um, in that seven days as well and gets a little bit more intense. Your calories um, increase a little bit more. 
And then the third phase and the final phase is all about the miracle of muscle. It's really, really getting the most toned and muscular body you can for your type. Mm -hmm. Now, women need to not be afraid of muscle. Muscle de-ages you. It turns back the clock. Um, it, it builds collagen, helps build, build collagen. Um, it just keeps you youthful, really youthful. But I thought women so, would look like Arnold Schwarzenegger if they started to lift weights. Is that not true? <laughs> that that's not true. That's a, a here's the thing. You're going your genetic predisposition. You're talking about a mesomorph body. So mm -hmm. when we open Oxygen magazine, for instance, which is a popular magazine for women, or when we look at fitness models, they're all about five two. They've got a mesomorph, what's called a mesomorph body type. Mm -hmm. And they have a predisposition because they've got short, you know, small joints, like not like mine, right. but like right here, and a predisposition to build. So they get thicker. So this is a thing that I think women are afraid of, that they're that mesomorph body type. And that if they go and lift an eight-pound weight, that they're going to get jacked. But that is not the case. Um, I can disprove that because I still am an active trainer, and I have plenty of women that were doing 35-pound dumbbell presses for chest mm -hmm. and they are just lean and mean, you know, mm -hmm. they're not jacked. They're right. just lean because we still do that great supersetting, which is the combination of several exercises done together to keep your heart rate up. So it's still very cardiovascular training. So, um, you don't want to sit and, and do, um, if you go to CrossFit and it's explosive movements like CrossFit where they're really asking you to lift quite a lot. Yes, you are going to gain more weight. But if you're just doing a regular circuit training method with some cardio involved, mm -hmm. no, you won't. So can you expand on that a little bit more? I think a lot of people who are listening are familiar with CrossFit. Maybe they do it right yeah. now or getting great results, or maybe they did it for a little while, got injured, burnt out or whatever. You know, there's kind of a life cycle of those it's things. It's intense. Contrast that with, with what you're talking about, the circuit-based training. Um, so my circuit training, I don't go over 10 reps. So it's everything's to 10 rep training. Mm -hmm. And so what I'll do is I'll co combine, say, four exercises together. Let's say we're doing chest and biceps in one day. Um, and we do a three-day split. So chest, biceps, Monday. Tuesday is back triceps. Wednesday is legs, glute, and shoulders. And we do that three-day split, and then you repeat it. Um, so... For instance, what I'll do is I'll combine a chest press and a fly together with no rest in between to 10 reps, and then we go on to a bicep close curl and then say a hammer curl with dumbbells, mm -hmm. 10 reps. So it's one large superset, true, 10 reps is still considered high reps. Anything over eight is high reps. And then, um, but because you're constantly moving and you're constantly, your heart rate is up because you don't rest in between. That's considered high rep training. Yeah. So um, then what we do is we do a little cardio acceleration between sets. So that might be, say, 20 burpees. It could be 100 repetitions of a jumping jack. It only takes about a minute. 100 rotations of a rope. Um, you know, knee ups for 100 times. So we do that cardio acceleration to further increase your heart rate. And then we just work that in between sets. Well, that's very leaning. I mean, I'm not... I, I train super heavy. I lift, but I'm not a big muscular person. But you, you do know, have great arms. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Well, trust me, my my the intensity of my workouts does pick up when I have to be in booty shorts and a sports bra. That's <laughs> for sure, sure, which is not right now. <laughs> so, how do you do all that though without burning yourself out? 
Um, how do I do it personally or how do, do clients do it? Uh, why don't we start with clients and then we can go for you? Cause I, I think people, um, they always like to see what happens behind sure. the veil, right? Because like the yeah. people don't always follow their own advice, you know? Right. Clients, um, clients are, um, I guess they are extremely, you know, once, once you get the, the bug, once you catch the bug mm -hmm. and you see, oh my gosh, I do not have to be saddled with the genetic body type that my mother, my grandmother, my father, my grandfather had. I don't have to be, I can change the actual proportion of my body. I can make my body any perfect proportion that I want it to be. And once they see that, and if I can get them a quick enough result, let's mm -hmm. say 30 days, you know, and they already see the proportion changing into more of a beautiful V taper where you've got nice, beautiful medial delts to mm -hmm. nice back, slim waistline, um, then that's addictive. Right. That's addictive. Um, and for me personally, I love lifting weights. I have always gravitated towards it. Um, I, since I started training myself at around 23, I saw how drastically my body type changed. Genetically, I have no shoulders and, um, I would say that I'm built like a pear, like a pear shaped body. Okay. So I'd say like 21, 22 years old, that was my body shape. Not the most attractive in my opinion. So when I discovered bodybuilding, if you, if you will, or if you want to call it that, it's more functional training. Mm -hmm. When I discovered functional training, I changed my body shape. So I had a, this beautiful kind of, like I said, V taper right. waistline and was toned. And that's just very addictive. I don't know, but that's very addictive because it's called perfect proportion. Mm -hmm. And we know, and I did the research in my book that men and women are attracted to that particular proportion in each other, in each other. Right. Yeah. And it has very little to do with like what individual parts of your body look like. It's more like the gestalt, right? That the whole, our brains are wired to kind of look at someone and perceive, are they healthy? Are they strong? So let's kind of switch right. gears a little bit. Let's talk about that. The strong is the new sexy thing, you know, right? men and women what they find attractive is, is changing. It's evolving. Um, what's your take on all that? Um, I think there's two schools of thought right now that are really conflicting. One is the new, like, uh, the, the new, like dad, dad bods. Have you heard about that? I, I've heard dad a little bods. bit. Yeah. But just for okay, the, so why don't you tell the listeners as well? This is like some silly article that was written, you know, that I guess the media picked up on mm -hmm. where, Men who um, have kids, they put on weight, especially around the midsection. Um, they gain weight, they get comfortable, so on and so forth. Also, testosterone levels go down when you have children mm -hmm. in men, just naturally. Um, and uh, and so now the dad bod is like considered sexy. I think as a society, <laughs> we just want to accept everybody. You know, we have a much more accepting society. Mm -hmm. But I guess Magic Mike, you know, would be that is. Obviously, what women find the ultimate of attractability is is a healthy, strong, ripped body in a man. Mm -hmm. Because movies and action stars have these types of men in them. 
So this is clearly what, what society wants. And in terms of women, I think strong is the new skinny. Is it like eight years ago, 10 years ago, it was like skinny fat. I called it skinny fat, where you were just like skin and bones. And the thinner you were, the more attractive. And if your clothes right. just hung on you like a hanger, you're more attractive. Well, women don't want that anymore. And I can tell you, because I go to Soul Cycle. I go, go to Barry's Boot Camp, which is a popular classes out here that mm -hmm. I enjoy going to. And the women... They are lifting and they are biking hard and they are increasing that intensity. They want muscles. They want like a, a nice shape to them. So I think that there's two schools of thought. Accept your body no matter what it is. Mm -hmm. And then the school of let's reach our personal ideal of perfection, you know. And, um, and I, I see those two kind of butting heads constantly in the media. Yeah. But um, – I think that, you know, some kind of new crazes that are starting to happen is fighting, you know, fighting things, you know, um, fighters preparing for getting in the ring. Uh, a lot of movements like that, along with explosive movements like CrossFit, mm -hmm. that hybrid is really starting to pick up in other uh, countries around the world. And I think that that's kind of an exciting, new, intense type of workout as well. It's more functional, right? Like it, it seems like we're going more and more in the functional direction. For a while there, it was kind of just like, yeah, you can sculpt your body into looking one way. Now it's like, no, let's do something with it, right? And uh, yeah, another thing that's that's really starting to take off is is like half marathons and things like that, which is pretty cool that people are there's there's kind of a fitness renaissance going on, except we know more yeah. about how to exercise the right way now right so can can you touch on that a little bit because i think a lot of people are still kind of like chaining themselves to a treadmill and just thinking you know if i do this for three hours i'm going to get results well uh one of my friends one of my very close friends which i will not name she down told she's very thin mm -hmm. and um naturally and um and a young girl and she's said oh my gosh i just started this new program i downloaded the app and it's um and, and, you know, I'm trying to lose weight and tone up all over my body. Mm -hmm. And I said, so what, what's the program? She said, it's 100 squats a day. <laughs> and I said, so you're trying to tone up all over your body and you're just doing 100 squats a day. That's all you're doing. That's, that's it. So do you see how actually you think people know more, but they don't know more? Right. Because because functional training and the best way of training is holistic training. Mm -hmm. So that is working the entire body, particularly the large muscle groups in a holistic way each and every day. Yeah. Right. So, so squats are a good know, start. <laughs> squats are, squats are a great start, but yeah. they're not the end all be all. And they're certainly not going to get her the body that she desired. Right. So what she told me her desire was and what her workout were, were two different things. Mm -hmm. The two never shall meet. Right. So, um, you know, so I think there's a lot of misinformation out there. I think there's a lot of fads that just don't simply don't work. And particularly, I think that we knew more in 1994 than we do now about food. Interesting. I really do. Expand on that I a think, little bit. What, what do you mean? I think when I was like, when I was operating one of my first gyms, I think that people were more savvy in the early 90s than they are now about food. I think that there's so much misinformation and there have been so many fad, dangerous diets out there that people don't still know nothing about food. And I'll tell you why. 
why is it me and every single nutritionist that is of note, expert out there, every trainer that's got like New York Times bestsellers like like I do, mm-hmm. we all say the same thing about processed foods yeah. and still no one, no one is buying hardly organic and unprocessed foods. They're still yeah. grabbing snacks on the way. They're still doing that. Well, processed foods are the number one weight gainer. So if you're wondering why you're eating, you know, um, say 1500 calories a day as a woman mm-hmm. and while you're, while you're going to a class, but you still have a belly, you still have flabby arms. You got to look at that processed foods. We know that it completely changes your hormonal structure. Yeah. So it actually increases fat burn, fat storing hormones mm-hmm. such as estrogen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Estrogen, which is, we don't want too much estrogen and estrogen dumping and, um, cortisol which we know is particularly stubborn with um, helping you to gain more belly fat. And it also blunts the three fat-burning hormones, which is progesterone, human growth hormone, and testosterone. So you don't want to do things that blunt those hormones. And a processed diet does that. And also just not getting enough vegetables and fruit in your diet each day either. Now, so... What are some of the things, because this is always frustrating with me, people are just like, Abel, especially, you know, I can't walk into a Whole Foods or like a health food store these days without someone being like, Abel, <laughs> chasing me down, being yeah. like, you know, then usually what happens after that is uh, some sort of like mini confessional, you know, like, you know, I, I cheated on this one thing, but you know, I'm, I'm doing really well. I'm eating these healthy foods, X, Y, Z, and Y and Z are usually junk foods in disguise, you know, and I'm just like, well, right. you know about these ones. What are the, some of the top ones that you see people are just like, oh, I'm eating healthy, but they're not. Right. Just because something says gluten-free or all natural doesn't mean it's healthy. Yeah. Now you, you have to understand that the food industry conspires, conspires to get you hooked on their particular product. And they also are in it to make a buck. Mm-hmm. They do not care about your health in general as an American. Um, and that's not the case with other countries, by the way, that do have more stringent laws right. in regards to their foods. Mm-hmm. But here in America, it is all about consumerism, hyper-consumerism. And so you have to be careful and really look at, tr- first of all, just don't trust packaging and food pro- the food industry. Yeah. Simply say, okay, let's see. I know I have to eat two fruits today, so I've got to get my two fruits in. And I know because we've been told by Abel and Jackie that we should at least eat three vegetables, mm-hmm. at least eat three vegetables for today. So I got to get that in, maybe for lunch, maybe for dinner, maybe a green salad, maybe for dinner, double up. Um, I also know that I need some good healthy fats that burn fat, such as avocado, nut seeds, um, all kinds of oily fishes. Um, so I know I need that per day. Um, and I know that I need protein. I know that I need protein because any kind of exercising that I'm doing is not going to work. We're just going to burn into our own muscle tissue if we don't have the appropriate amount of protein. Mm -hmm. So just break it down into those factors. And then in addition to that, if you have, you've cheated and you've had ice cream or you've had that snack cake, at least you're getting whole foods. So I would rather you cheat and still then give yourself the vitamin of whole foods mm-hmm. in addition to 
rather than just cheat and say, all right, now I'm going to cut my calories for the rest of the day because now I've got to lose weight. Yeah. That's the worst thing you can do for your body. The worst. Right. right. And uh, I heard you say on uh, on another show, it's uh, it's important that you're very good Monday through Friday. You know, if you want to take yeah. those little departures from good habits, you can do that every once in a while. You don't have to feel too guilty about anything in particular if it's once in a while, but you really yeah. have to massage your habits into being healthy so that you just kind of do that automatically. And I thought that was a great point. It really works well to do five days off. I mean, five days on and Mm -hmm. then two cheat meals on the weekend because um, during the work week, we're conditioned to that's about work. Okay. For most of us, it's Mm -hmm. about work. So, okay. Monday through Friday, I'm going to go to work on my body. I'm going to go to work on my, at at my job. I'm going to work diligently And then on Saturday, I'm going to plan. I also said that you plan those cheat meals. So Mm -hmm. for instance, um, I'll say, you know what? I'm going to go see a movie with a couple of my friends. I know I'm going to want to enjoy something fattening, like a nice meal beforehand, maybe a treat at the movie. So I plan, which means that I eat well throughout the day. And then at night, I have that cheat meal. Mm -hmm. On Sunday, I plan. Okay, I'm going to have brunch, which means maybe I want to have a mimosa or two, and then have some brunch. I plan that and then eat well the rest of the day. So, you know, just not, not, you know, just being mindful of what's healthy, what's not planning it saying, Oh, okay. I've got a wedding to go to. I know I'm going to be a bad person at that wedding. I know I'm (laughs) going to eat cake. I know I'm going to drink a lot of alcohol. So you plan for that. And that actually, people can stay on that diet for a long time because they're, they're not saying no to anything. Right. They're not saying no to alcohol. They're not saying no to ice cream. They're not saying no to a hamburger and fries. Mm-hmm. They're just planning for it. Now, um, alcohol is is a great point. I was on, uh, when I just released my book, I went on Fox. And, uh, the person who was interviewing yeah. me was just like, yeah, 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 I got all the healthy food stuff. What about alcohol? Can I drink alcohol? And yeah. um, it's one of those things where, sure, you can sometimes, right? But if you do it every night, there's something that happens to your yes. uh, metabolism of fat that's that's particularly damaging. Can you riff yes. on that a little bit? Yeah, sure. Um, alcohol actually, it's shown um, breaks down muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. The worst thing you want to do is break down your own muscle tissue, even if you're somebody that just walks to work or walks a lot. Um, you don't want to break down your muscle tissue because that is muscle tissue helps you burn fat, right? So. Um, Alcohol breaks down muscle tissue, so it makes it very difficult to achieve that proportioned, healthy, strong body that we're talking about. Um, Alcohol also, when when you drink after about 5 p.m. at night, it messes up your sleep cycle. Mm -hmm. And what happens is if you break into your REM sleep in particular, then it's going to blunt those fat-burning hormones such as HGH. Mm -hmm. So alcohol, we know, blunts HGH in particular. So again, you're working against yourself when you're drinking. Most health professionals say no more than two drinks a week. Mm -hmm. No more than two drinks a week. Well, okay, every time you turn on the TV, every time you go out to a restaurant, you see people, every table is covered with alcohol. Right. So we drink a lot in this society. So I don't say two drinks a week. I say really try to pick clear liquors that have, that are lower on the glycemic index. Mm-hmm. Um, don't mix it with juices ever. 
um, you know, stuff like that. And, and then I say, um, try if you can to limit it or a little, a little earlier in the day, not to drink at noon, <laughs> but not, not don't come home from work and then sit in front of the TV at nine o'clock at night and enjoy a glass or two of wine. Right. That's a no, no. You're, you're kind of wasting it, right? Like if you're, if you're feasting with friends and family or it's a holiday or whatever, you're really right. getting bang for your, sometimes even if I do have like a mini hangover over or whatever, I'm just like, you know what? That was worth it. I'm just going to enjoy this hangover today because I, right. that was, that was something special. But if you're just kind of like, if that's your habit to unwind um, and, and you're wondering why you're not getting results, you're not losing weight, it's because if you're drinking pretty, a lot of people have heard, you know, one to two drinks a night are good yeah. for you, right? But yeah. the problem That's, with that, that is, is completely baloney. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> Thank it, you for saying that. This is what drives me crazy is yeah. these stupid studies <laughs> where they test in mice and they give mice a thousand times the um a, a thousand times the particular vitamin or supplement or um, particular chemical in uh, food or alcohol. And then that mice responds to that amount. And then they say, well, red wine's good for you. It's good and healthy for the heart. Mm -hmm. No, that's not true. First of all, alcohol, no matter how you have to look at it, and I know I'm not going to be popular in saying this. You're right. You should just, just you get drunk. Right. Once in a while. <laughs> but alcohol is a toxin. It's mm -hmm. a toxin. And we all drink it. Listen, over 4th of July, I got wasted. I had fun and I got wasted and I enjoyed that on the 4th of July. I paid for it the next day. Sure. And, you know, I, I didn't feel very good the next day. And then the following day, I hit the gym and I got that toxin out of my system. But it is a toxin. You do not want to give yourself a, a dose of toxin that your liver has to process and that your brain actually has a real chemical change with mm -hmm. every night. That's just mm -hmm. not good. I can see a wine drinker a nightly wine drinker, a mile away, I can spot them. I can spot them. How? Anybody who walks in the gym, because they I've got to tell you, their skin texture changes. Mm. I can tell their collagen changes in their face. Their face becomes blotchier and red, okay? So the skin definitely changes. And they're, they've got a softness around their arms and around their limbs. Mm -hmm. So I can tell someone that is going home and drinking two glasses of wine every night just by the look of them instantly. Yeah. Not a good idea. Interesting. What else can you tell? I'm curious. I can tell somebody that's like smokes a weed or, you know, to <laughs> as, as I can, Yeah, I can, because to me, it's all about skin texture. Uh -huh. You know, um, I'll be 47 in August, but my skin doesn't have hardly a wrinkle on it. And the reason is I don't smoke. I don't smoke weed. I, I limit my drinking, you know, mm -hmm. and, um, and I work out. And muscle is just a miracle for turning back the clock. It yeah, really does. Right. It just really de-ages you. I can't stress that enough. You can wipe 10 years off that clock. Mm -hmm. I know this. My mom's 64 and this year. And she started working out last year at the gym regularly, like four to five times a week. And she looks different. Yeah. Not only did she lose weight, but she looks much younger now. Mm -hmm. So it's never too late to start that process. You and know, you can, I, I've seen it happen too, because, you know, um, some people get into this lifestyle, including, you know, the, the big bloggers and, uh, you know, people who write the books and are on the TV shows or whatever. And eventually, you know, some of them kind of like fall off the wagon or whatever. And you can see yeah. what happens when they stop working out. 
right? It's one yeah. of those things. You think that because you know it, you've got it, right? You've right. just you figured it out. But sometimes you run into these people in real life and you're like, wow, like what happened? You don't look like you used to. Right. And usually what happened is they, they burnt out and, or they got injured and they didn't yeah. exercise um, every day anymore or, or at least right. very often. And I, I heard you say before that 10 minutes of intense exercise pretty much every day is a great idea for not only your health, but turning back the clock. Um, yeah. What, what would you have to say about that? Well, it's interesting because Harvard did a study some years ago because I remember I commented on it in mm -hmm. the media. And um, we used to, as personal trainers, say, okay, come three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. Mm -hmm. And that's sufficient, three times a week. That was sort of our solution for getting healthier, losing weight, and gaining a good body. Harvard smashed that study apart and said, no, that is not optimal. And that is not good for maintaining um, a healthy body and a body mass for um, a lifetime. Mm -hmm. You need to go five times a week, hmm. five times. That was Harvard. So it kind of changed the way that we viewed exercise. And now we know even further studies come out, the body's intended to move. Mm -hmm. It's intended to move not five days a week. It's intended to move every day yeah. a week. So I say, you know, what would be great? I, I've got my workout sessions down to 25 minutes a day. Nice. I've got them down to 25 minutes a day. Yeah. I do six quick supersets with no rest in between. And I look at the clock and I'm like, are you kidding? I've been here 20, 25 minutes. Mm -hmm. And then I leave. <laughs> right. And then you're done. And, then I, and, you and I am something. done. And I am done. And that's it. That's all. That's all I've got. So, um, you know, again, if you can't devote 20, 25 minutes to yourself each day and to your health, to your body, to your state of mind, we haven't even discussed your state of mind and how yeah. drastically mm -hmm. it changes your state of mind. But if you can't devote that per day to yourself, then I, I don't I don't see uh, the sense in that. I went out this morning with the dog and um, this is something that I, I just love to do. And my wife does it as well. It's just, we go out and instead of going for a walk, we do that as, sometimes too, but um, we'll go for like sprints. It's more like playful, but you're really like hitting up against your VO2 max. You're, um, you know, I'll, usually I'll just sprint all out like 10 times or something like that. You're getting out in the right. sun. And like you said, it's, it's less for my body than it is for my brain. Because when you're done with that, you've just, you know, sometimes you wake up, you're a little bit cranky. You've got all this stuff that you have to do. You're not excited about it or whatever. Yeah. You go out there and then you come back. You are a different person. You know, I have eight yeah. interviews today and I'm excited about like right. every one of them. That's one of the reasons I did it, but it's, it's so right. exciting. So you have to, like you said before, you almost have to get yourself addicted to exercise. So what are the ways that, that if, if they don't have the luxury of having you, you know, breathing down their neck and getting them to do that, that workout every day. How do you um, encourage people to kind of get started on their own terms at home? Um, well, I think DVDs or any kind of down and not DVDs because nobody makes DVDs anymore. We all do just <laughs> downloadable content, yeah. you know, on digital online media and stuff. But there's, there's so much free content on the internet. I mean, free content, like mm -hmm. thousands and thousands and thousands of workout programs. Yeah. And, um, just turning on your computer, putting some workout clothes on and doing down, you know, like a 20 minute workout 
um, online is sufficient enough in the morning and you don't even have to drive to the gym for that. Yeah. So, you know, you, you don't even have to brush your teeth for that. You don't mm -hmm. have to be seen for that. Let me just tell you about the three chemicals that are key and why you feel so good. Mm -hmm. There are three chemicals that keep you happy and they're what we actually take. They're in antidepressants, right? That's serotonin, norepinephrine, and dopamine. These three chemicals are the chemicals that are released. Like when you, it, it, honestly, if you've ever tried ecstasy, you're getting a thousand times the serotonin release. And that's why ecstasy for a lot of young people, when they've tried it, not to promote drugs, but the people that have feel so amazing. And that's just because it's dumping serotonin in right. sugar. Sugar does that. Mm -hmm. Drugs do that. Alcohol does that. It increases that serotonin, dopamine, nor epinephrine. Okay, so having said that, exercise also does that. Yeah. But it has to reach a certain intensity in order to do so. So if you're just calling it in and you're not paying attention and you're on a Nautilus machine and you don't know what you're doing, you're not working on form, you're not making that mind-muscle connection, meaning you're not focusing on the muscle and trying to make it burn, I mm -hmm. always say run to the burn, don't run from the burn, but you're trying to make it burn. Yeah. Because then you know it's working. Mm -hmm. So if you're not feeling that, then you're not getting that incredible brain chemistry release that most people have to take uh, pills for to right. get. Right. And we're getting that naturally through exercise, which is your sprinting, your wind sprints. And for me, that would be my bodybuilding, mm -hmm. you know, and, and I love to spin. So spinning gives me that. Yeah. And it's just changes your whole trajectory of your day. Yeah. Yeah. When I'm not out sprinting i'm out uh on a mountain bike and it's just you know right i <laughs> love it i totally yeah. forgot it took me breaking my foot last summer to realize that that was something that i love to do because i just like had a crappy bike that i never really rode for a while or whatever and i'm just like you know what what can i do because you want to do those full body exercises you want to make sure that you're kind of doing cross training all the time and even me, I was guilty of not doing that. You know, I had a workout that I got comfy with and then uh, yeah. breaking my foot was kind of like this, this silent little gift where you revisit the things that made you happy when you were eight to 10 years old, right? Like <laughs> the type right. of exercise you're doing back then, you should be doing for the rest of your life. So I, I right. really appreciate that, that you're part of spreading that message. And um, before we go, I heard you mention one thing about lecithin on another show as a fat burner, yeah. which I thought was really cool. Can you talk about how that can actually help people um, get results because we try to sneak it into some of our, our baked goods even sometimes and it's really effective. Yeah, it's a really good fat burner. I mean, Olympic athletes have been taking lecithin supplements for years, um, pro athletes, everything. Mm -hmm. So um, lecithin is contained in the yolk of an egg. So I always suggest as part of this kind of vitamin therapy with foods. So food is a drug. It has a pharmacological effect on the system. As mm -hmm. soon as it hits your mouth, a whole chemistry is, 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 um, is sort of set free in your brain and your body, right? So lecithin is one of these really good fat burners. And it, like I said, to get it, just eat two eggs a day. Mm -hmm. Don't eat egg whites, eat the yolk. Mm -hmm. It's a pure form of protein. It's really good for you. You don't need to exceed two eggs a day, but two eggs a day is a really good formula yeah. and, um, will give you the lecithin content that you need as a fat burner. Mm-hmm. We've also, we've worked it in, like I said, uh, we made, I think it was pumpkin bread the other night and uh, snuck in a lot of pumpkin, you know, like real food, uh -huh. no, 
no wheat or anything like that, and used as um, a lot of eggs as well, and then a lecithin blast of like sunflower lecithin to put uh-huh. it in there too, because it doesn't, you know, if you don't put gluten in there, it doesn't always hold together as well, but if you sneak some lecithin in, right. it really does. So it's, it's cool um, to see that you can work supplements in as real food as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, I was so happy to hear you say that because most people don't talk about lecithin that much. You know, it's interesting because I always say try to eat one grapefruit a day. Try to yeah. eat a half avocado a day. Try to eat two eggs a day. Those are three big ones. Grapefruit contains naringin, which is sort of mm-hmm. a little-known supplement that uh, is really great fat burner. Mm-hmm. You can actually lose weight just by eating, incorporating a grapefruit. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, you know, the eggs, as I told you. And what was the third thing I just mentioned? Uh, let's see, grapefruit and, and avocado, I think. Oh, and avocado, so. yes. Yeah. Um, and so you want that good, healthy fat from the mm-hmm. avocado because that's a fat-burning fat. And, um, and, you know, it's interesting because I got – just as a personal note, I had gotten so lean um, about six months ago, like really, really lean, and I wasn't trying to. What I noticed is that um, I don't even eat sugar anymore, and I yeah. rarely drink because, um, you know, I just don't crave that sugar mm-hmm. after so many years of having such a nutrient dense diet. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, I got really lean. And I couldn't put on muscle. And I was like, what is going on? Like, I know everything about food. What, what, what is happening to me? Mm-hmm. And I really looked at my diet. I went to a doctor even, and I got my blood work done, actually. And she said, you have, you're too low in fat. Like, mm-hmm. you have n- no fat. Yeah. You are so low in your fat. You're not getting your good fat. So um, I went quickly to Whole Foods Market and I bought like avocados yeah. and I, I got um, like nut butter, mm-hmm. like almond butter, you know, raw. And I got um, some good health and I bought, forced myself to eat salmon. I don't even like salmon, but I forced <laughs> myself. And I started because what I noticed is I was getting depressed and I didn't know why because mm-hmm. nothing in my life should be causing depression. So I was getting depressed, couldn't put on the muscle weight, went to the doctor, she did the blood work not enough fat, started eating that fat in one week and turned that ship around. Wow. I started putting on muscle weight yeah. and most importantly, my brain chemistry changed. I started feeling better just about myself and the world around me. So pretty much cured my depression with just a fattier diet. Awesome. So people have to understand that. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of fat, so I'm happy to hear you say that. <laughs> Good, glad. <laughs> so we're just about out of time, but before we go, why don't we talk about uh, where people can find you and your new book? Well, they can go to JackieWarner.com, of course, to kind of keep posted on what I'm doing, or JackieWarner10, which I believe is my Twitter and my Instagram and Facebook and all that. Mm-hmm. And then this is why you're sick and tired. You can buy that book Anywhere, Barnes and Nobles, any retail outlet, on Amazon, you can download it. It's uh, it's available everywhere now. Awesome. Well, Jackie, this has been a lot of fun. Really interesting. I think we we covered on a lot of things that I'm not used to covering. So this is awesome. So thank you Great. so much for fighting the good fight. You're you're just fantastic as a personality and a thank strong you. woman energy. So thank you so much for taking the time to come on. Thanks, Abel. My pleasure. Bye bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Fat Burning Man. If you liked it, please take a quick minute to leave a review on iTunes. You can also find me on Twitter at Fat Burn Man. 
and Facebook by typing in Abel James. Drop me a line anytime. Did you know that I've recorded over 150 episodes of Fat Burning Man? And here's some more good news. You can download and listen to all of them for free. All you have to do is type in fatburningman.com. I'll give you a second to type it in, fatburningman.com. Enter your best email to sign up for my newsletter, and you can access every show I've ever recorded. I'll even send you a quick start guide to start burning fat right now and some ridiculously good recipes as a special thanks for signing up for the newsletter. Once again, just go to fatburningman.com right now and enter your best email to get your free fat burning download straight to your inbox and make sure you never miss a show again. This is Abel James signing off. Thanks so much for listening and I'll chat with you soon. Cheers. 